Take the money and run. Stir the Pod podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor, and tonight I'm joined by Alex. Alex, how you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. And we are back. Back from the dead. Back from the redemption house. Uh, we're here with episode one recap show. We had a little trouble on uh, our uh, podcast last week. Uh, kind of had some technical difficulties. Finally got sorted out. So we are back here on a, a beautiful Tuesday night recording this. And yeah. Here we are, episode one recap show. So let's just dive right in. Wouldn't you say yep. so, Alex? Yeah, let's do it. Just in time before uh, episode two. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so for any of our new listeners, the way that we usually structure these recaps is uh, we start off with our just qu- very quick opening thoughts, kind of what we thought overall about the episode. And then we go into like our scene by scene sort of recap of everything that went down. And then we have a few uh, a few fan favorite segments at the end, and then we wrap up. So pretty simple. Um, so let's just get right into some of our opening thoughts. Trevor, I don't know about you, um, but I mean, I loved I loved the War of the Worlds two premiere. Um, I I think that it's I, I feel like every premiere is kind of awesome just because you get the challenge back in your life. Uh, but I don't know. I I thought this one especially was really good. I'm thinking like upwards of nine point one on this one. Honestly, I think it was good. Do I think it was great? Like a 9.1 out of 10? No, not even close. Um, I mean, it was, it was just a good first episode. I mean, we were literally minutes away from not having an elimination. And what, like, if there wasn't an elimination, you, you would have to put that episode yeah. below a five, correct? Yeah, that, that's, yeah, I was kind of scared. Wait, 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 wait. So you just said you would rate the episode lower than a five um, if there was no elimination. It would it would be close to a five. So you're saying that elimination was worth four points, like I, on your nine point one scale? I don't think the elimination itself was enough to add up that much more, um, but just the fact that we had an elimination snuck in there at the end. <laughs> I mean, it was ninety minutes. I hope there was an elimination. <laughs> well, all right. So, so, so what? So what's what's your rating around then? What's your number? Me? I'm thinking this is like a seven point six, seven point seven. See, I feel like that. Okay, I feel like that's kind of the rating though that we get like in the middle of the season for some of those episodes. Eh, I mean, it was it was. I don't know. Like, I don't think it was like. To me, this was not like one of the best first episodes in like you know, that I remember well, of, of like the challenge. I feel like first episodes always come out big and have like that punch. And I just yeah. felt like, I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was just like, I don't know. It just like, I like the episode, like rivals threes, first episode, free agents, first seasons, uh, first episode. Yeah. Like those are great. First episodes, even dirty 30 had a great first episode and then they shit the bed for the rest of the season. But you know, that's, that's, that's another true. story. 
Yeah, that is true. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's way less about how good the first episode is because it's kind of always just inherently good, at least good. Um, oh, 100%. So, yeah, so what really matters is kind of like the episode 4 through 10 range, I would say. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's go. Let's get right into the episode. Um, so we start with the I would say like the first thirty minutes ish. Um, it's kind of like the the main intros, you know, meeting all the cast again, and then the challenge itself. So I mean, what do you think about like the little the vans riding in with the two big teams and everything, and then we get to meet the reinforcements and all that? What do you think about that? Well, I, I liked it. I think it was short. It was sweet. You kind of saw everybody which was uh kind of unique you kind of like I, it was i guess more of the vets you kind of saw more of them but yeah you know you kind of got a variety of everything uh it was like i cr- you can correct me if i'm wrong on this but challenge started at nine o'clock eastern time we basically had eight minutes of introducing the cast blah 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 all that the first challenge itself started at 909 which is an absurd. Okay. Yeah, which yeah. is absurd. Yeah, I think that's right. Nine minutes into the, the first episode, we have the challenge. And I believe yeah. at 9.22 Eastern time is when the first commercial happened. So that's a huge plus for me. 22 straight minutes of the challenge. You, you can't complain about that. Yeah, that's a great point. So, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, because usually, yeah, you, you're right. Usually they drag on some of those intros and – I mean, God, in recent seasons, we haven't, like, gotten a full challenge in on some of the premieres. I know. Exactly. So, so, so yeah, so overall, I mean, the episode, I would say, wouldn't you agree that the, like, pace of the episode was pretty good? We got a lot to see. I think the thing that stood out to me with the pace is it didn't feel like 90 minutes. It felt like a normal 60-minute right. episode, but we got a lot more yeah. in, in it, which I obviously I, – I enjoyed. It was good. Um, yeah, I agree. So – Let's just dive so, right so, into um, the first challenge itself. Um, yeah, what did you think about that? Because when I was watching this, I was like, it isn't like the best challenge, but I almost feel like the first challenge never really can be um, just because you have so many people to include. Um, overall, I thought it was good because you kind of got like a little bit of contact, a little bit of like defense versus offense. And it was one of those things where like, everybody had to kind of contribute in a way. And I feel like those are all traits of like a good opening challenge. So overall, I didn't think it was a great first challenge, but I thought like it it was good. It was solid. No, I agree. Um, I think it was a good, I feel like a lot of these first uh, episodes are all like team versus team, like from let's, I'm just, I don't know. I recently just saw free agents. So it's in pressure my mind. But with like the teams running up the uh, the stairs and stuff, like it's always like a, I feel like it's always like a race, like or, or you know something like teams yeah. going after each other. Uh, I mean, Dirty Thirty was a race. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, I don't even remember. Oh, uh, the War of the Worlds first. Uh, oh, well, and then uh, when uh, Rogan went home, that was a that was a race. Big old race, yeah. Yeah, so kind of like everything. I don't know. But I do – I think it was a – I think it was a good episode uh, – good challenge. Uh, it reminded me a lot of the – there was one, I forget. I don't know if it was last season with them, like – I think it was, like, them climbing up, like, the mountain and stuff. Or, like, the – it wasn't a mountain. It was, like, a, a muddy hill or whatever. With, like, with like the balls coming down? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's what last it kind of reminds – it kind of, like, a variety – maybe it was just the end part where they had to carry the flags over, that, like, the hill and plant them down. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, I I thought that was uh, pretty good. So, so actually, in yeah. that though, one thing I want to bring up in the actual um, challenge itself, I mean, it was pretty basic throughout. You know, the people running around. But how about the play Laurel did to make her team win? That was huge. That really was. Um, yeah, I'm surprised more people didn't, like, think to do it. Uh, but I guess she kind of did it later in the game, which made sense. Uh, I mean, when it comes down to it, what I think it really is is just classic Laurel. Oh, like yeah, 100%. Seeing a girl half her size, knowing that the game is on the line, and just simply saying no. But that's what uh, makes her so much, like, like the best female out there is she, oh yeah she's smart enough to do that because nobody else thought to even do that like she, no she likes to get physical she likes to get that contact um you know i think like definitely this season i mean we'll get into it but like she's definitely got to be the front runner for female 100 percent. yeah yeah i mean yeah she's just everything you said like she is just a great asset to the show when she's on a season um and like the and like the the move that she used and like kind of using that in violence and intimidation she didn't use it unnecessarily no she only used it when her team needed her to do it which was like really smart yeah very smart from her and then uh yeah i was surprised too i don't know if this was allowed or not um but uh I'm surprised, like, once the guys or who, whoever I, – I think Pauly, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Pauly was the first guy to finish, or maybe the fir- he was the first one to put a flag He was one – yeah, yeah. He was up there. He was definitely up there. Yeah. Why didn't when – when you are done, why, why don't you, like, try to, like, tackle or, like, block off, you know, the other team? That's like, a good point. Hop, hop back. I don't know if there was a rule and we just didn't hear it, but if I'm Pauly – I'm done. I know I'm fast enough. And like some of these people still had to run and, you know, get a flag. What if you just blocked them off and, you know, you know, did that? Yeah. So. Yeah. It looked like, it looked like what a lot of the guys were doing towards the end is kind of like helping, uh, help helping some of the weaker girls, like actually like get up over that little thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, overall I thought it was a pretty, pretty solid challenge, but then it led straight into what I would say is like the first big, storyline of this of this season which would be the the ct over turbo pick yeah so in that you have team usa who beat team uk uh basically team usa got to choose between the four captains uh the four captains are um what's it called turbo ct uh who else d and ninja are the four so Americans had the first pick for girls. They chose Ninja. Uh, then the world's got uh, D. And then the Americans got to choose. And they went with Turbo over CT, which obviously CT was kind of pissed about. But honestly, like, if I'm in the scenario, like, okay, here, here's, how, here's how I think. If I'm choosing and I have no – like – if I'm like a rookie just in the game right now, I choose Turbo 100%. Turbo is the better yeah. competitor right now, 100%. If I'm yeah. like, if you're looking at it like, you know, just blank resume to blank, uh, I don't know if I would do blank resume, blank resume because CT might have them now. Um, <laughs> but if you were to look at like 
what Turbo looks like and what CT looks like in Turbo's last year versus CT's last year, I you have to go with Turbo. No doubt about it. 100% Turbo is the right pick in the scenario. And it is. It, he is definitely the, the better one. The issue is the history that CT's had with all these people. And that's yeah, where that's what it... I think that they did him wrong. Um, so, like I said, if I'm a rookie or whatever um, – and I have no relations to any of these guys. I choose Turbo 100% of the time. But because of the history, who, like, he is, like, I mean, he's literally got to be on the Mount Rushmore of challenge competitors of all time. Like, you have to choose CT. And the fact that they didn't is, like, a huge slap in the face. Yeah. To a guy who's literally, with- this is his second season. CT is, like, <laughs> he literally had his wedding on, on MTV. Like, come on. <laughs> And and some of those people who were at the wedding were on this team. God, there must have been – wait, wait, wait. Can we count? Wes was on it. Wes went, right? Wes was on Leroy? it. Cara, I think. Was Leroy? Uh, He might have been. I thought it was Wes, Leroy. Um, I know, like, Tony and Shane were there. Yeah, yeah, God, just a bizarre <laughs> crew. Just a bizarre wedding. <laughs> it really is. God, he was on MTV. I think it was a two-parter. God, stop it. That can't be right. It was, they just milked everything out of that. The good old To Be Continued episode. Uh, <laughs> like, walking down the aisle. Oh, I think you're right. I think they cut it off um, when, like, CT's sister was pissed or something. I No, I think it was uh, I think it was his fiance when they got back drunk. No, 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 no. It was definitely the part where, like, he wanted his was sister it? to be in the wedding, and she said, like, no. Okay, I kind of remember that. Yeah, it was something like that. All right, let, let, let's let's focus. Let's get let's, <laughs> let's wind the clocks back. So basically, the pick uh, Turbo over CT, which was just bonkers. Like, yeah, I mean, so so then uh, Tej basically had the chance, or he basically like said to everyone, um, "You guys need to like nominate captains." Uh, and I thought this part was interesting because just out of nowhere, it must be like the editing or something like we definitely missed something like them talking together but it was basically like teach was like oh um you guys need to nominate captains and then dot 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 jordan just raises his hand and be like i nominated myself as captain and uh, i was just like wait did i miss something or something yeah i don't know how that happened yeah but but i mean i mean like our, our listeners know you and i are both big jordan guys so it definitely wasn't a bad thing to see and then, and then TJ instantly gives Jordan the option, the power to pick the other two people, and he he goes with uh, Wes and Laurel. What do you think of that? That was kind of a, I think it was a smart move by Jordan picking two other really strong people. Uh, just kind of interesting the way he went there. I think he kind of just went. Um, well, one, he didn't know where this was leading to. Um, right. So I think he chose – he wanted to get a girl in Laurel, which he definitely chose her over Tori um, because – I thought that was smart. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be bunched up, like – and I think that's really smart right. of him. Like, like, she's playing – like, obviously they're playing the same game, but, like, Jordan can say, oh, I'm playing my game and she's playing hers or whatever. See, like, yeah. I didn't – and he can bring this back and be like, oh, I didn't even choose her here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, um, and you can – and you, your kind of alliance that you have with Laurel, because like it seems from all we've seen that those two are on really good terms as, as well. Former lovers. But um, 
like Jordan, uh, I think I think it was just a smart move because then you can like kind of oh like you get to see at what Wes is thinking, what Laurel's thinking, so you kind of open up the yeah. playbook. So yeah, I liked it, and then they tell them. So when they're still on that, when they're still like at at the actual challenge set, TJ tells them that the three of them, the tribunal, have to pick. Or wait, no, it's the losing team. Sorry, the losing team has to pick one guy to send into elimination, and then the tribunal gets to sit in on their little talk or whatever, um, and then pick a guy from either team to send into elimination against them. Um, and so we can kind of get into that later. Uh, because then what it seems like was the next, I would, I don't know, what, what would you say? Like the next 30 minutes of the show were kind of the, the classic, uh, challenge you know, house. Back at, yeah. Back at the house, everybody's drunk, hooking up, fighting and all that. So which, you want to just get right into that. Yeah. Which one thing about that you kind of brought up, you know, we're used to seeing the toast, the getting drunk, doing all that. I feel like we didn't see any of that. We didn't, we didn't see a lot. I know. For, for for how long it was you're right i was really 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 surprised about that i figured like we would see like the classic bananas toast and we didn't even see that i don't know if that was because it sounded like he said bloody hell in it or whatever um yeah maybe it was that so that's what i got out of it yeah there was a lot going on um let's do let's do some of the hookups first or some of the you know the flings that always start on week on on night one which are always classic um one of the ones that was kind of surprising and i think one of the first ones that they showed was uh josh and georgia yeah yeah and uh again if you're a new listener go listen to our josh interview friend of the program that one was kind of surprising because we saw literally nothing of that. Well, yeah, that, on, came, that um, literally came out of nowhere. I don't know, like, <laughs> I honestly I know, have no I, idea where it came from. I know, I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, and one thing that I, one thing that kind of made me smirk while watching that was, uh, I wish that Hunter had been there to see it because Hunter and Josh didn't really like each other, um, and obviously Hunter and Georgia had their thing. And I'm not a big Hunter guy, so I kind of. I kind of like that Josh was going for it with Georgia. Oh, yeah, for sure. So and what then, else happened? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else happened at the house. It kind of all blends together. So uh, another another hookup that we saw was D and Rogan. I don't know about you. Um, I'm not really a huge fan of either of these two. Yeah. Kind of a, kind of a boring hookup. Yeah. So I could I, I could see this I could see this coming into gameplay though, just because they do both seem like strong competitors. Um, and Dee, that she's really possessive or whatever. So maybe Rogan in a couple episodes hooks up with another girl and it throws their team chemistry up or whatever. But yeah, not not a not a super interesting dynamic there. Yeah, not at all. And so. then I think probably I think probably the biggest thing that kind of happened back at the house was a uh, Josh versus CT. Yeah, and this was just like a classic like dumb challenge fight like it was so unnecessary i don't oh, even yeah. i don't even know like what it was even about like they were just like josh was just talking ct pit you know he was still obviously pissed with the whole voting right oh there. yeah uh and like obviously like i think josh like could have like just walked away or whatever but he kind of yeah. was like antagonizing him and kind of just you know 
poking the bear a little too much and you know yeah i mean just in that scenario like josh could have been like 100 percent right in the situation it was just like ct's like literally is not on you know a team with his friends like you know and josh is yeah yeah it was just kind of like i'm done with this shit kind of you know mentality so yeah i would say um would you say kind of like free agents is when ct kind of started to tame down a little bit even like rivals too he wasn't that bad yeah and well yeah so the thing is like at some point in there he completely changed it's like a normal person but at you know the what same I think time it was? go ahead i think it was after actually battle of the x's too with the whole dm thing was when he kind of tamed down for good yeah i think that's when he kind of looked himself in the mirror um yeah and kind of like got back that's i think that was yeah. like the point so yeah he he definitely calmed down a lot but the, the yeah the thing i was going to say is that even even since then he always has kind of shown these like really small moments of that same old ct if you really get him in the right moment riled up and everything and this was clearly one of them uh yeah like you said josh just wasn't gonna quit neither was ct uh and i, I mean i watched that scene again like if the security had been a little bit further away, I think CT actually would have gotten kicked off. Wow! Like he got he got up in Josh's face like instantly, and he was pushing him down. And he probably would have punched him. I think. Wow, I might have to watch it again and see that. I didn't. Really yeah, watch it in watch it in slow mo. We'll do it. <laughs> uh, what do you yeah. think about what do you think about uh, kind of moving on? What do you think about kind of like the awkwardness of Laurel and Kara in the house together? I, I mean, I, I love it. God, it's just so like, so awkward now. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. And I, and I don't know about you, but I'm, I've never been a huge Laurel guy, but I think for this season, I'm all in on Laurel. Oh, I am all in. And I, and I think a big part of it is just how unlikable Kara has become. Well, it's kind of crazy on, like, well, yes, that too. Um, it's kind of crazy, like, how many people don't like Laurel. And it's just because she's good. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like if you look at resumes, like, like everybody's, like, kind of on the part now where they don't like Kara. Uh, everyone, like, kind of hates Laurel. Then you look at, like, I mean, there's, like, certain people, like, I, like, I, I honestly think Tori is a really good competitor. But, like, nobody really hates her. Yeah. I guess maybe she hasn't played as many games, challenges. But still, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's – I mean, obviously, everybody who's listening knows that they've been – those two have just been off and on literally their entire career. Uh, and I, I think this season's probably going to be the same. Like, I'm sure at some points they'll have some, like, heartwarming moments or whatever. But I would say for the most part, they're going to be – on opposite sides yeah so and then another thing that we kind of got uh to see in the house and maybe this will lead into some of the uh actual gameplay was when was when you see west start scheming again god what else is new he's back in his element he's got all these brits around him that have no clue what he's doing and he sets his eyes on 
right away Joss and Rogan. What do you think about that? Well, can we talk? Well, can we talk about the uh, how many people West contacted before the season started? Oh my god, it looked like the Brady bunch on that's that. what I, that's what I was gonna say. Like <laughs> it was literally nuts. Like it never like the dude must have at least fifty percent of the house, hundred percent. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I don't blame him because these people all just, like, look up to him like he's a god. Well, here's the thing. Most of them. If I'm the cast and I'm looking back at the season now, he just said he reached out to ten people. How can you trust this guy? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it makes no sense. In every, like, last season, he's like, oh, yeah, before the season, I, like, contacted, like, six people. This season, yeah. he contacted 12. Like, <laughs> like what's next season everybody but bananas like come on <laughs> calls tj a couple times yeah hey tj what's this uh first elimination if it's swimming i'll go in i'll volunteer myself god it's honestly absurd how how blatant all of this was last season and he's still able to do it the very next season he literally does the exact – yeah, it, it's just unbelievable. His plan is literally every season the exact same thing. He literally yeah. just gets his notebook out and was go through the cast and be like, oh, check, 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 rookie. Okay, circle. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's just wild. Yeah, and if you think about it, I mean, what he's doing is kind of what Bananas always says, is that, like, he either – it's rookies or guys that he's never played with. And if you think about Joss and Rogan, that's exactly that. He's never been on a season with them. Those guys, um, you know, are kind of anti-bananas probably because it's all they hear. So when you've got a guy like Wes, who's been on the show for years, doesn't like bananas, like they're going to follow that. Yeah, and all you need to do is get one of them too. Yeah. And then you get both. And I, I don't think it helps. Yeah. You know, and I also think it helps, like, when bananas, you know, kind of makes fun of Joss, and you know, who put a nickel in him? <laughs> Legendary line, all timer. God, then he called out Rogan. He literally made the first joke. He's like, "Whoa, Rogan! <laughs> finally, you, you're on this show longer than last season." <laughs> wasn't wasn't Rogan the only guy who finished behind bananas on that challenge? I don't, I don't know. We got to check the tape on that. It was pretty close. Uh, you, but you know, yeah, you know, but once Bananas heard that Rogan was coming on, he thought of that joke just instantly. Oh, dude, he probably wrote that on his hand. He was waiting for it. God, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. So what else we got to talk about? Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like kind of from there it went straight into the uh, – like the little interrogation, or I guess before it was like the UK team meeting at the table. Yeah, it was, I wasn't a huge, I don't know. It was I thought, right. I thought that one was interesting, just like seeing all the team together at once, because a lot, I mean, obviously there's a ton of rookies, uh, but we lost one of them and we'll get into that, but we lost, or there's a lot of rookies and like Joss and Rogan kind of feel like rookies too. But then it's like, you got CT who's been around for decades and then don't don't sleep on Kyle either. Yeah, I mean, he's had a few seasons. Um, Theo's on there. I'm a big Theo guy. Um, who? Oh, Bear, obviously, big loudmouth. So it's just it's really interesting to see to see this dynamic because like it's hard to know how well a lot of these people know each other. But I mean, I 
I wouldn't sleep on the the CT Kyle alliance on that team. Oh yeah, I wouldn't either. I think they're um, really solid. So yeah. And so they pick Sean, which I mean, I thought it was pretty pretty easy, easy. pretty easy pick. <laughs> Yeah, pretty easy, boring pick. The classic, uh, throw the rookie in, earn your shot. Oh, yeah. What else is new? What else is new? <laughs> so then, so then everybody else leaves, and the tribunal gets a, tra- a chance to talk to Sean, um, just him. And, I mean, for five minutes, it's just, it's just once again the West show. God, just unbelievable. <laughs> and, I mean, Sean doesn't really do himself any favors, I would say. Um, he kind of looks intimidated the entire time. Doesn't really know what he's doing. Doesn't really give them. I think he says he wants to go against Bear. Um, yeah, I mean nothing. Nothing really too special there. Yeah, I mean Bear. Um, I don't know why he wanted to go against him. I was kind of surprised. Um, I figured I'm, I'm tr- trying to look at this cast, but I guess like UK really doesn't have anything else like his size yeah i guess bear was there was probably like the easiest guy to go for honestly yeah so then i think the last um the last thing before elimination that happens is kind of the uh when they kind of try to expose wes a little bit oh the weasels caught already so bananas catches wind of of wes wanting to throw bear in so then Jordan goes to Wes, I think, right, and says, like, why don't we throw Rogan in? And instantly Wes is like, no, we need to keep Rogan, need to keep Joss. And then that just, like, shows his hand that he's working with those guys. Yeah, and then I love Jordan how he, he said it was treason. <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. I mean, Jordan's just – some of his confessionals were just awesome to watch. And, and you could tell, especially in a lot of his confessionals, that he just is not like Wes. God, no, he hates him. Big, big anti-West guy. I don't even think he's a huge, like, anti-West guy just because of bananas. Because he kind of – Jordan likes to play, like, his own game most of the time. Um, but definitely, definitely more bananas than Wes, but kind of does whatever he wants. Oh, I think he's – which – I think he's, like, really good friends with Bananas, like, in the game, which still makes zero sense because the, like, <laughs> if I, I need to find out that timeline because it literally makes no sense at all. I don't know if you can fill me in. A quick little timeout in this podcast and just kind of wind the clocks back. But Jordan hated Bananas and Rivals, too. Hated yep. him. Then he goes on free agent. Hates him even more. Literally calls him out. <laughs> literally calls him out the challenge. Down goes Jordan. Ah, CT's going nuts. <laughs> blah blah blah. Next season's Battle of the X's too. Literally, they're best <laughs> friends on the season. They're best friends. friends. <laughs> best friends. When Sarah throws in bananas, Jordan's like, "No, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that." Which I don't know if that was a little acting job. Is- it, it, it was nice. I give prop. Whatever. Fair play. But is good. Is that almost is that almost on the Mount Rushmore of challenge mysteries? It gotta be up there. Gotta be like up how, there. how they went from that to that in just one season it makes no oh, sense. It was a snap. It literally made no sense. It, they were literally working together 
in the season. Yeah. If yeah, if any of you guys are listening and know know what we're talking about and might have any insight, please tweet at us because it's just it's been baffling us for almost a decade. Yes, please. So why don't we go ahead and get into the last uh, or the last thing that really happens in the episode, which would be the elimination. All right. All right. So let's get right into it. Go into the elimination, which I, I'm pretty sure I didn't notice this on the episode, but I saw people tweeting about it after. Uh, the name of the little battleground or whatever is called the Proving Ground, which I'm a fan of. Um, but anyway, it's going. Okay, to, first off, it needs to be one word. I don't know why it's two. See, I'm I kind of like the Proving Ground, dude. I think that's so stupid. What what well, what about the Killing Floor from last year? I. I think it's more violent. I like that. Honestly, I yeah, I do like if it's one really. I I mean, I think one of the classic ones is always the jungle. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Jungle. <laughs> You're just going to the jungle. God. God. The classic. Once uh, once a uh, season, we'll just just start playing. Welcome to the jungle or something. God. Just so cliche. You get that smirk on your face. <laughs> what All else right. was there? Sorry. One of the big ones, uh, like the jungle, was the dome. God, if you let me just say, so creative. <laughs> it's the shape. God, that was like, can you re- remind me and some of our listeners, what was, I think it was what you said last week was like the name of the episode was literally a spoiler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we mentioned this uh, in our in our season preview episode but i think there was a there's a a few seasons back in the day where like some of the episode titles would literally spoil the the season or the the episode jordan jordan falls jordan falls against bananas loses the episode (laughs) called down goes jordan (laughs) like like can you imagine if the name of this episode when we turned it on last week was they pick turbo (laughs) (laughs) Captain Turbo. Just unreal. All right, all right. Full turbo ahead. (laughs) So we so we get into the proving ground, um, and they pick who is going against Sean. Sean dot 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 who episode. Sean the rabbit, as Turbo described him. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Poor little guy. So they pick uh, Idris. Which, uh, well, so Wes picks Bear, and then the other two pick Idris, which... Smarter I mean, pick. I don't know about smarter you. pick. It was a smart pick. It was a smart pick. It kind of sucks that Sean was so bad that, like, no matter who they picked, it was going to, they were going to, um, that the Sean was going to lose to them. But, like, if you think about it, Wes doesn't really have any blood on his hands because he went against Bear, somebody he's always going against, and he didn't go against Idris, and then Laurel and Jordan, while they sent Idris in, they kind of maybe got an ally and Rogan on their side. Yeah. And, and they also, in doing so, obviously, it kind of exposed Wes. Um, so interesting little vote there. But then they send in Idris, and it's a classic pole wrestle, um, probably one of the weaker pole wrestles that we've ever seen just because Idris kind of wiped the floor with him. Yeah, I mean, it was a, like – that eliminate. I love pull wrestle. Think it's a great elimination, but it was just like a a meh. It was it was all right. Yeah. See, that's that's almost. It was definitely not a good elimination, but that's also kind of 
I would say like overall, one of the good things about this episode was that like we got a classic pole wrestle elimination and it was like the 10th best thing that happened. Yeah. Just because there was a lot going on. Which I, uh, I still don't know how you rated this episode a 9.1. And then if you take the elimination, it goes down to like a five. Like, yeah, we'll we're, get we're not into it. Guys. Yeah, we'll get into it. Some <laughs> bullshit like that. <laughs> so then, so Idris wins, goes back to his team. He looked pretty good doing it. Um, he looks fit. I think he's kind of underrated. Uh, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Uh, he looked good. I, he said he's like a professional boxer. So, you know, he's in good shape. Um, yeah. But I'm curious to see, like, how long he can last. I mean, he definitely earned some respect, I would say. Yeah, that's always good. Like, I feel like that's a, that's a good point because on the challenge when you have guys like Idris, who's a boxer, and Theo, who's a runner, like, that's what it really comes down to as opposed to, like, somebody like Rogan, you know, who's this huge guy. But then, you know, on the one thing that he did a couple seasons ago, he just dies out. Well, I think it also helps Idris. Like, he goes in beats up this guy pretty well, earns the respect, and maybe it saves him two, three, four episodes of not going in now. That's true. So, I like, you don't want to go in first, but this is, like, as a rookie, best-case scenario, what, what happened for him. Yeah, definitely. So, so then yeah. kind of the big twist at the end, like we said, Idris wins. Uh, kind of, like, the cliffhanger that we see is, now he has the chance to change teams if he wants. Yeah, so, I mean, this changes everything. Well, here, here's my question. Um, I don't know the a- actual number of people on a team. I'm just going to say it's 12 right now. Uh, I don't think it is. Is it? I, 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 I think it was eight guys and eight girls, and only one person went home. So there's like it's like 16 and 15 now. So, if you switch teams, though, it'd be 17, Correct. 14, right? Correct. Yes. So, how would they do games? I don't know. Would three people sit out? Or Maybe, I guess it would be... like, somebody do twice or something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, see, I mean, I think this twist is kind of overrated, because, like, like, I was just thinking, like, who's... In what situation would you want to do this? I, I think... It's not going to happen for at least – I don't know. I, I could see it not happening for a while, like towards like the literally the end. Because you, yeah. I could see like a guy like – I could see like realistically – the thing is like I would say OCT oh, would go over to Team USA. But he's never going to get thrown in. Yeah. So, CT literally has it until Team UK is completely out of people. He is literally going to be on there until the end. Yeah, and I and I think what also fucks it up is like the whole you can throw in somebody from either team. Yeah. So like if you're like let's say Idris, just because he's a rookie, gets sent into a few more, um, and like he gets kind of tired of it or whatever, and he chooses to switch to the US team, well it's like, okay, all of those people who are voting you in can still do so. Yeah. Like you're not safe just by switching teams. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like it's kinda wild that like realistically, like Jordan Wes and Laurel could have set up like bananas versus yeah, which is nuts. So yeah, 
and I mean, yeah, it's, it's easy. I mean, you and I can just, we can call it now that like, whenever this, whenever somebody does take advantage of this twist, you know, they're just going to hype the shit out of it. I can already tell you this right now. You can quote me on this now. Whenever (laughs) someone changes, it will be the classic to be continued episode. You can quote (laughs) me on that now. I'm almost guaranteeing it. And then, you know, like the actual switching of the teams is going to have like very minimal effects on it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a guy like Kyle or something, and Kyle's gonna be they're gonna be like Kyle. This is an important part. It's we're past the halfway mark. <laughs> do you want to change? And then they're gonna do the classic interview to Kyle. The they're gonna be like, or the what are they called? Um, the interviews. What are they called? The confessionals. confessionals. Yeah, sorry. The confessional with Kyle, and Kyle's like, the blood's rushing through my head. I don't know what to do. <laughs> And then you start seeing the credits on the screen. You're like, oh, we ain't seeing this shit. And then the episode ends. Like, I, I'm calling that right now. So Yeah, that's definitely going to happen. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> All right. God, so, I mean, overall, before we get into a couple quick segments, I mean, what did you just think about, like, War of the Worlds going forward? I mean, like we kind of mentioned in the intro, it's just awesome to have the challenge back. Um, it looks like a good season again i mean lots of twists lots of the same people but a good amount of new people um i mean i don't know i mean it feels good to be back in the swing of everything i think we got a about a 9.1 episode in so far so um but 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 confidence meter i think is still pretty high i think my confidence meter might be at the lowest of all time and it's for one reason of all time you know why Listen, listen, listen. Of all time. Do you remember Final Reckoning? I remember fucking Bloodline. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and that was talking Bloodlines. <laughs> yes, and that was talking Bloodlines. Jenna couldn't even eat the soup. Um, <laughs> so my confidence is at an all-time low because of one thing and one person, and it's because of you. <laughs> Am I on the hot seat? You are on my hot seat. So Explain. Alex Burge is on my hot seat because he literally what? said he literally said last episode, last podcast, that this season is a lot like Andrew Luck. <laughs> he literally compared the season to Andrew Luck. I don't know if you guys are sports fans or not, oh. but Andrew Luck out of nowhere retired. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> God, I mean, I, I don't really have a good response to that. I think I'm pretty sure we might have to go back to the tapes, but I'm pretty sure I even brought up is this season Andrew Luck's cat, which that literally <laughs> ended his career. Oh, my God. So, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, if that comparison's true, we're almost destined to have like the worst season ever. So, like, I think the challenge might be on the hot seat. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, because we, cause we recorded that probably, like, what, maybe a week or two before the announcement? I think it was literally five days <laughs> before Luck retired. We oh literally compared I forgot it about that. And retired. <laughs> so that is why you are on my hot seat right now. God, I, I, can't even, I can't even dispute any of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, my, yeah, that's why my confidence is a little low. But I'm with an open mind, so. All right, all uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's get into some segments. All right, let's get into some segments. Yeah, uh, so we uh, – Is the delay we, that bad? 
<laughs> so we got uh, just two quick ones for tonight. Um, the first one is uh, first one is it's called Thoughts and Prayers. Uh, we'll get serious here for a second and then get back into it. But just real quick, Thoughts and Prayers um, up to the guy, Theo Campbell. Um, we've mentioned him on this episode many times, um, just obviously because he's in the challenge world. If you guys haven't seen, I mean, it was Wait, wait, wait. In all seriousness, I don't think we've referred to him once this episode. Uh, I said something about him earlier. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll check the, the tapes. The problem is he had zero confessionals this episode, which is just a crime. Bonkers. Just a crime. Um, but, yeah, if you guys haven't seen, he had a really bad accident um, a couple weeks ago. Lost, seems like, all of his eyesight in one of his eyes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we – Definitely. I mean, as you guys know, I'm a huge Theo fan. Loved him last season. Rooting for him hard this season, even harder now. Um, but yeah, just thoughts and prayers up to them. But then I want to change this segment into um, kind of in honor of Theo. I want to do a little embrace debate here oh, and see see if you can uh, come up with a better answer or debate me on what I'm about to propose to you. Blow me. Um, but what it, what would, what would you say if I told you that? had the most underrated rookie season of all time? Um, I would say... Who, who else is up there? Johnny Riley? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. God, God, I just thought of... Johnny Riley is an absolute... Even Jordan making it to a final. Um, yeah. What? What were you going to say there? Well, I was going to say, like, Jordan has turned into like a hall of famer yeah and theo has that potential he does he definitely does but god well because so when i was thinking about this there was a lot of different ways that i was going with it and like one of the one of the names that i thought of was um was adam and Brittany okay. on exes too okay. but like they're just kind of underrated in a different way because like overall their accomplishments really don't compare to what theo did um, like, yeah, they won a few eliminations and everything, but like Theo was winning with Kara. He was winning solo. He won one elimination. And like, I mean, the biggest thing, obviously, just that he finished second on the whole damn season. Yeah. And, and I think what's going to make his whole season and performance even more underrated is obviously the fact that he'd lost to another rookie. So whenever people think back to War of the Worlds and all the rookies, it's like going to be going to be turbo. And like, rightfully so. I mean, the dude's a machine. Um, but that's just why I think Turb Earth, sorry, Theo had the most underrated rookie season of all time. Yeah, I, I think he's up there. Um, you know, I'm very biased with uh, Johnny Riley. Um, I think he's, per- yeah. I mean, I don't know. And, they, and I mean, those two guys had the same finish. So, I mean, that's definitely a good, good option. Yeah, but I also think um, if you look at the finals too. Like, yeah. like I, I do think Theo had a harder final than Rivals 3. Yeah. Uh, or Free Agents, excuse me. Um, but still, I mean, people do forget Johnny Riley actually beat Bananas up the mountain. So, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So, I, he might have lost by, like, a couple minutes. And he, realistically, why I think it's underrated, too, um is because um, why Johnny Riley's underrated, too, is he kind of got screwed in the finals. 
Um, I mean, it what it really came down to for guys is who had Devin at one part. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the fact – first off, even still, like, the fact that Bananas won when uh, Devin was on the running portion is unbelievable. I mean, people forget she tipped the canoe with Zach. <laughs> was that when Zach was drowning? God, they made that was the classic to be continued episode. God, that's so part true. one of the final. Oh my god! Uh, and then uh, what's it called? Johnny Riley had her up the mountain, which is even worse. They had to climb up the mountain together. God, God, it literally reminded me when she was yelling uh, on a. Uh, What's the season called? Battle of the Seasons in the Sand. Which Oh, Devin. Which that season, like, I kind of was watching the other day. And, dude, I don't know how they got away with some of that stuff. They were shoving people to the ground. Oh, Zach. Zach Frank pushing, uh, what's her name, to the ground. I'm just like, yeah, that was bad. God, it was horrible. It's like, that stuff in 2019 would just blow up. <laughs> Not fly. And they're still bringing Zach back. God. Uh, not, honestly, another underrated person that we just kind of forget about, a nice little one-and-done, um, is Nor. Okay. I mean, he's more of, like, he, one of the greatest one-and-dones, like, you've never heard about of all time. He's like the what-if. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, like, he sticks out to me. Laurel freshman – or freshman year. Fresh meat stands out. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. What about – what about uh, – what about Polly on Final Reckoning? God, watch it. Horrible. All those losses. God. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. God, that's Polly for you. Like, gotta be fake, right? Maybe maybe Kyle on Vendettas. Kind of underrated. Yeah. Where, where, where did he finish? I think he was third overall. Third? Because I remember Kara. God, and that's yeah. when they still liked each other. I forgot about that. <laughs> God, I mean, on that season, she beat Zach and Kyle, and all three of them were on good terms, and now Kara hates both of them. God, just bonkers. God. All right, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I've kind of had that take on Theo in his rookie year, um, and obviously thoughts and prayers. Hope he gets better. He posted um, a couple promising messages that um, would make us think that he can get some vision back, but um, regardless, thoughts and prayers up to Theo. Yeah. So, and then our final segment, this is the one that we do pretty much every episode. Fan favorite, MVP, LVP uh, for the episode. So, oh, wait, 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 wait. I just thought of someone. Sorry. Sorry. To yeah, go ahead. Low-key, greatest uh, who's up there for uh, elimination, or uh, eliminations, just like performances, rookie season, landing. Who... When, what was his rookie year? Inferno 2. Okay. That's when he won. Like, they literally won, like, seven or, like, in a row. Okay. They might have probably, like, five. But I think he won, like, two. Then he went in and won an elimination and then won, like, four in a row. God. That was just – that was, like, the prehistoric era. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm kind of winding the clocks back. <laughs> God, it's all right. All right, so you want me to go first or you for MVP? Uh, I'll go first for MVP. Okay. And my MVP, I don't even know if it even counts for this episode. Uh, kind of just a summary. Uh, it's not even a person. Um, 
My MVP is Pluto TV. Oh, explain. Our fans need to hear. So Pluto TV is an app where it's completely free. And actually, I had no idea about it until literally like like two days before the challenge premiered. It was going to be my MVP regardless. And Pluto TV literally is just like live TV completely free. Um, And it's a bunch of these Bicom channels. And one of them that they have is the challenge. So literally you can watch the challenge straight for 24 straight hours every single day, 365 days a year. So that's what I I like this past weekend. I I was watching episodes from rivals two was on there. Battle of the X's two. Like I said, battle of the seasons was on like literally. So you're looking at like two seasons a day, but it's literally from like start to finish. I mean, nonstop, nonstop. Literally these seasons literally end at like, one in the morning <laughs> it's nuts i love it so what what, what do you think about um uh, yeah because w- yeah i've been watching it a little bit as well what do you think about maybe introducing this as kind of a, a new segment in, a, in, a, in like the coming weeks where um you and i like watch the same episode like old you know time machines type thing and then we like discuss it on here as a segment i'm, I'm interested let's see what the people have to say about it oh i'm game for it <laughs> All right, yeah, because I mean, because that's the thing is in a lot of these in a lot of these segments we kind of revisit like old challenge, um, but I mean it's kind of it, before Pluto it was kind of hard to uh, find these. Yeah, yeah, and so maybe we introduce this little like book club where we watch an episode. Maybe we can like tweet out which one we're gonna do so people can try to follow along with us or whatever. So yeah, yeah. or just we could just watch an entire season one day and <laughs> go from there. God, so all right, so Pluto. So Pluto is not a planet, but it is an MVP. Yes, it All is. Right. All right. So my MVP for this episode, uh, I am going to do a person. Oh. And for me, is pretty straightforward. Not only do I, th- not only is this person my MVP, I think this person could rack up my MVPs going forward. Okay. Um, it's going to be Jordan. Wow. Just think straight up. He was the winner of this episode. I mean, he was the voice of, an entire team of an entire country for God's sake. Um, he had some good confessionals. He's looking good. Him and Tori, just an awesome couple. Um, They're dating? close with people. Close. They longest active couple. Um, he had the balls to stick up to Wes. He's kind of working with bananas kind of behind the scenes. So, I mean, I, I'm a big, big Jordan guy. I'm wow. going MVP Jordan. All right. LVP. 9596. Um my LVP is going to be you know what I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time thinking about this. I'm going to again go straight on I mean the LVP of this episode is Sean. Wow. Pretty basic. I'm disappointed. Yeah, well don't act too excited. Um but yeah, I mean he comes on, you know, and just I mean literally does nothing. He's scared to talk to people in the house. He's scared to say who he wants to go against, all that. He does shits the bed in the elimination. So, I mean, sorry, Sean. I mean, we hardly knew you, but uh, – Hope to see you never. That's you go. Yeah, hope to see you never. Great Rivals 3 reference. Um, so my LVP – God, I literally just watched that episode. <laughs> um, my LVP might be a surprise. Um, didn't think I, I don't oh, think God. I've ever chosen this person as an LVP. 
uh, and is the only person on the challenge that I have a t-shirt from, and that's Johnny Bananas. Wow. Um, He's my LVP tonight um, because I just felt like, I don't know, it it just felt weird, like, this episode with him. Like, I felt like he got zero airtime. I think he had, like, two confessionals, no toast, like, no power, no nothing. Like, it just felt weird. Yeah, it almost feels like the show is kind of starting to get the hint and it's kind of like starting to face him out the back door. Yeah, I'm the thing is like I still think the ch- there's the challenge doesn't have like if you were to look at like the top person from the challenge like it's got to be Johnny Bananas. Like he's done the Wait. most challenges, everything like that. I I still do think if you but, take him away, it will hurt the show. But but he has to go away. Some. I mean, he doesn't have to. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like the Giants, like keeping around Eli Manning. Dude, no, this is like Brett Favre coming back and playing for the Colts right now. Like, dude <laughs> is literally. You know what's gonna happen? Here, here's you can quote me on this. Here's my second prediction. I think I already made oh one prediction with him tonight. My other prediction is this. Bananas will do the season. He will do one more season after that. So that's what, season 35? Are we, we're on 34 <laughs> right now? Yeah. So th- he will do season 35. He will make, I'm saying season 35. I, I don't have any spoilers. I literally have no idea on this. I don't even think they've started filming yet. They don't even have the cast. I think he will win season 35 and and call it quits right after. And when I mean call it quits, I'm not saying leave MTV. I'm saying he's going to call quits just from doing the challenge, like the tasks. He will become the new host of the challenge season 36. <laughs> Quote me on that right now. At least two years in advance. God. And then do you, is he ever going to come back or no? What do you mean, come back? He's going to host it. I know, but I'm saying, is he going to host for a few years and then go back to being a challenger? Listen, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> Season 36, it's going to be like, I don't even know, Battle of the X's 3 or something. And it's going to come down to the final, and Bananas is like, you haven't seen anything yet. And Bananas is, is going <laughs> to come and join the game in the finale, and his partner is the challenge itself, his ex. <laughs> He's going to come in and win the show and take the money and run. Oh, my God. I just picture him, like, in that season, like, on top of the mountain. And then he takes the money. And it's, like, kind of like Happy Gilmore, the shooter <laughs> when Shooter steals the jacket and they're all chasing him. <laughs> that's, what, uh, that's just how I picture it. God, I mean, we can't put anything past this guy. I mean, people, people do forget, like, how wild Johnny Bananas actually is. He literally was on Champs for Stars and brought in a kid <laughs> to try to be safe from an elimination. Yeah, that was one of the too far. Like just absolutely that was way too far. God, he literally like he acted like he didn't know. He of course he wanted the MVP because he knew he was gonna go in. God, yeah, even he admitted to it. I think a little bit. God, just absolutely ridiculous. So. That's my huge LVP rant slash prediction slash just anything bananas. So, all right. So my MVP was Jordan. LVP Sean. 
Uh, what what was your object that was MVP? Uh, it's not a planet, but it is a <laughs> Pluto. All right, so Pluto and bananas. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's yeah. Again, that's our MVP LVTP we do every episode, and that'll be our last segment uh, for tonight. We kind of sprinkle in a few here and there, bring back some recurring segments, but I think we are good, uh, good to go for tonight. Yeah, um, we'll disappoint you didn't have a this day in challenge history, but um, yeah, well, yeah, kinda, we'll get into it tomorrow. Fucked up with the dates moving, so yeah, yeah. All right, well, again, yeah, yeah. I mean, make sure you guys are following us um, on Twitter at Stir the Pod. We like to tweet during the episodes and everything. Um, we should be good to go for episode two tomorrow. Um, to do a recap again right after. Um, so make sure you follow us. We're on. Um, Apple Podcasts, so make sure you go subscribe, like, give us a rating. Um, we're just getting on there, so, I mean, any rating there right now is huge. Let us know what you think. Feel free to slide into our DMs, whatever, new segments, whatever. Give us any ideas. Um, yeah, I mean, we're glad to get this going. Glad we could get this one in, and then hopefully we should be back uh, every week after the episode. Yeah, and uh, just can't. I'm just so excited for this uh, season. It's good to be back, Alex. Good to be back. Yep. Can't Um, wait for episode two. Yeah. Um, So thank you guys uh, for listening to a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. We will be back Wednesday nights. We will record posts for you uh, AWLs out there. And, yeah, we'll go from there. So uh, shout out out Lily for uh, getting us. Uh, We kind of had to get a little kick in her butt to get everything going. But uh, shout out her. See you guys next week. Love you guys. Shout out Duffy. Love you guys. And you're still probably working at a nine to five pace. I wonder.